Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. Oh, I forgot this cool right start. Now, totally different thing. I have it on my phone, and so I'm like, what do you mean five seconds? I've got ten seconds here according to this phone. So, good news. Okay, for those of you that don't know, the lag between the when we start and the actual time we start is actually five seconds. <laughs> and welcome to What's Up Co-op Shop. <laughs> ah, there we go. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought like... No, you're correct. Like, There's normally like around a seven second latency between us actual live and when it gets to the servers and everything. I had my, like, so I, so for those of you that don't know, as I'm streaming, I'm actually looking at uh, our like chat with each other, but over on the side, I've got my phone that shows me the chat chat, right? And oh so I was God. watching the delay on the chat. I was watching the countdown <laughs> on the phone. And so Steve kind of tries to make me not talk before we start. Doesn't work. Never works. And he goes, you've got five seconds. I'm like five. What do you mean? This thing says 10. And then of course you all heard me. Oh, that's incredible. That <laughs> is just pure incredibleness. All this. Anyway, <laughs> I love you, Baron. You're amazing. <laughs> Someday I'll get this right. Someday. But yeah, welcome to Co-op Chat. This is our weekly live chat. We focus on different discussion each week. So this week was a pretty obvious topic as we all went to Gen Con, and so we're going to talk about all the Gen Con goodness. All Gen the Gen Con goodness? Like all of it? Sure. Or do we feel like that? I don't know. <laughs> but yes, if you have any questions and want to know any more details, we could talk about it. But I figure um, we'll just have a live chat talking about uh, chronologically how, how our adventure went. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start. <laughs> I, I will. I, I, spoiler alert, you're going to want to stay to the end because it gets really good at the end. Yes, and bad at the end. <laughs> which I'll say later, so. Oh boy. Even I'm curious now. <laughs> so. Okay, so Gen Con was last week, and I flew in early. Um, I got there Wednesday because there was a, a Asthma Day event uh, Wednesday to go to. And there they had uh, different games laid out, so we can take a look at that. So... Uh, the first thing we'll talk about is this this event. So the event was pretty cool. There's a lot of like folks that like a who's who was there basically. So I'm not sure why I was there, but <laughs> it was an asthma day event, and the they had there? a lot of games on on the table for people to talk with people and designers, all that fun stuff. So got to look at some cool stuff like uh, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid was there, so I took a look at that game a bit. So you just got to look at these. You didn't get a chance to really give them a shot. Just kind of just there for yeah. to show what's kind of coming. Okay. That's correct. Didn't get a demo of these, unfortunately. But looking at this one, I am. this is a stealth game, of course. So I'm interested in that one. And the designer is awesome, so I'm excited about that. But I didn't get a chance to play it. I I haven't per- backed this one yet. Um, I'm not entirely sure on some of the rules with how the enemies move. Like I understand how it works, but I'm not sure... How much I like it, put it that way. So I don't know if I'm going to back this because I can't. I know I've said this every time this game comes up. I can't fathom the Psycho Mantis fight. I don't know <laughs> how it could ever be done better than the original experience you have with that fight. So I don't. It's just I. I just I, it can't happen. So I just I don't. I'm just kind of wondering how. Well, it's the same thing with the um, sniper wolf fight, yeah. right? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Those are such iconic fights and things that had never like really been seen before in video games, or which is they're kind of breaking the mold. And it was kind of like, yeah. oh my gosh, like how can they do that in board game form? Yeah. Like, okay, you have to roll with your left hand. 
<laughs> I don't know. Anyway, keep going, Steve. What you got next? Yeah. We didn't go to this, by the way. Only Steve got to go. I was stuck. We, Colin and I are kind of, uh, what do you call it, travel impaired. We can't seem to ever find the right way to go correctly. <laughs> and so I, it's called directionally impaired. I probably should not use travel impaired. That's probably the wrong word. I am directionally impaired. And so we had the GPS put going the right direction. And then we stopped to like kind of get gas and things like that. And then we got back in the car and he put it on again and forgot to reroute us through Chicago. So we were stuck in Chicago for a good hour. So we kind of missed the event. Yeah, you guys got there late, unfortunately. So it was cool. I'm glad glad it went there. But like I said, you can sign up for demos, which I probably should have done in hindsight. But uh, it was And cool. when was when was this, Wednesday or Thursday? This is Wednesday, yeah. Okay, I wasn't there yet. No, no, no. No, no, you were still... Uh... Yeah, there's some cool stuff out there. They had the, the Witcher game, of course. So I took a look at that one as well. Um, I think... My computer played this one. They talk about. It. They seem pretty, pretty up on this one. I played this game at UK Game Expo. You did? Yes, I did get to play. Is this the old world one? Yes. Yes. Which is yeah. The I played this version. game at UK Game Expo. Yeah. It didn't hit for me. It just seemed random. Mike did kind of his Gen Con recap, but a lot of his stuff was kind of like the behind the scenes. He didn't really yeah. talk about anything that was there or like mm-hmm. games to play things like that. I think he just talked about. Like some prototypes he tried and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This this one this one wasn't for me. Um, I, I feel like this one needs the I can't remember think of the name, the legendary creatures expansion or something like that. I can't remember. Monster expansion. Where like you actually have like some goals. Cause otherwise, like you said, Derek, you're just kinda doing whatever, I guess per se. Well it's it's a race. This this one is not like, oh hey, there's this mission or we're trying to stop the wild hunt or whatever right. it is. It's right. it's it's a race between witchers to it's kinda like a race to the high score. So it, it it's more competitive. It's more competitive until you get like one of the expansions for sure. There's, there's, yeah, yeah, and Good, because I'm not a big I, what you're saying right now doesn't sound fun to me. Because why would you want to go exploring if your goal is to get to that like end game as fast as you can? Right. Yeah, it, it it's it's odd. Um, like I said, I I sat down. I think it was when Cynthia and I went to UK Game Expo. We sat down and we tried it out, and it was eh. Like uh, the gambling was cool. So what happens is when one of you, one of the players, is about to fight a monster, the other witchers can gamble whether they'll win or lose. I like gambling when I win. <laughs> yeah and so if they you know based on what the witchers what what the two what the gant what the bet is if the player loses and the and the other witchers say yeah we we bet that you'd lose they get money mm. like so that's why i was like it's more uh it's a competitive game and if we need an expansion to make it co-op yeah that's that's what mike mentioned here <laughs> if you need an expansion <laughs> this is the, the wild hunt expansion is what people really talk about so that says that curious. it makes it more co-op. Yeah, yeah i'll i'll pass on it and mike says it feels more like an rpg adventure than other board games i've played which i think seems fairly accurate from what i've yeah. heard from others too so but yeah Next. Took a look at that one. There was quite a few games there, but I'm going to focus, obviously, on the co-op games. But this next one, I think, is the one that stood out to me during this event. And that was Borderlands. This game seems really cool. I didn't get a chance to play it, unfortunately. But it is co-op. and Yes, so is the video game. Yep, so is the video game, exactly. And it looks, looks really, really fun. 
those decks of cards you see on there, the piles, those are like ammo and equipment and weapons like that. Every card in there is unique. Yes, just like the video game. Exactly. So tons of drops. You definitely have to work together. And this one, you've got like hordes of enemies coming at you, and there are different objectives you have to do. A lot, a lot of replayability maps, uh, different characters, types, and classes you can pick out, stuff like that. Like I said, didn't play this one, but this one was the one that I'm most excited for at when I when I toured the Asthma Day stuff. So, okay, That's I think awesome. I, I think when I saw this one, I was like, it looks like a arena, you know, the, the mm-hmm. arena style and conquest mixed with mixed with a uh, Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> yeah, oh. something like that. Yeah, for sure. I was expecting to be kind of like uh, kind of competitive edge to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what something about like the how presentation style looks like it's gonna be competitive arena i'm gonna shoot, shoot at my friends type thing and that was not the case in this one when i was talking to the guy so mm-hmm. um, nice because yeah i was like i'm now you're getting me fired up for this one because i like the video game i've i it's funny because i've played a lot of borderlands and many mm-hmm. different people i love the fact you have the different skill trees i wonder if they're including that kind of thing they in are in there like yep the skill trees are there yeah it'd be really cool to see that all kind of transpire into a board game form i just hope uh, it's I, I just hope it continues to can go forward looking fun yeah, for yeah. sure yep i agree so yeah, be on the lookout for that one. I'm hoping we can get some coverage at some point about it. But so those were kind of that was the first thing um, that Wednesday. After that, we did go and we met up at a uh, hotel. Hotel. Thank you. That's, that's the other word I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, it's a place, <laughs> place where people sleep and and they get the rest. <laughs> all you get is like a bed. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, fortunately, Derek's not in this pick yet. You weren't there yet. You were exactly. there yet. No, you were still wishing you were there. Yes. 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 This was actually the first time, uh, well, I shouldn't say the first time because Jason wasn't there, that almost the entire one-stop group was together. Yep. Sadly, Jason couldn't make it out here. If Jason was there, that would have been the entire one-stop crew together. Yep. Ever. First time. But yeah, so we sat down and played a game. This was... The Octopus Graveport. one, Battle right? for Graveport. Graveport. Yep. I'll help oh, you, that... Steve. Thank you. I've... I'm here for you. <laughs> and, yeah, like so it was fun. Said, oh um, my I think gosh, was, I've never you... seen Barrett in a hat before. Yep, I actually brought a hat. <laughs> yes, he has a hat. <laughs> yes. Now, Barrett, was this your first time playing Battle for Greyport? Yes. What, what did you think of it? I want it to be harder. Oh, yes. We played the easy mode on the very first one. And I didn't realize it was easy mode. But it was funny because when we first put everything out there, we thought, oh my gosh, we're all going to die. Because like you had all these starter cards that did one damage, and I'm like, oh, okay, so how much health does my guy have? Two guys I have to fight. Oh, they each have six health. There's no way I'm killing those people <laughs> at all. That is terrible. <laughs> and Liquider Gaming's here. Good to see you, Zach. If hey. anybody's wondering who Liquider Gaming is, he actually is sitting next to me in the picture. Yep. So yeah. he, we end it. Oh, everybody knows Terrence if they watch the stream channel. So the only person there that's not actually on the one stop would be Zach and he's kind of, but he came and hung out with us. He was there for quite a bit. Was we it? hung out with Zach a lot. I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. It was a lot of fun hanging out with everybody. So yeah, we hung out at the hotel and that was basically Wednesday night. There wasn't a whole lot else going on no. from that standpoint. We missed like all the like fun and activity of the block party and stuff, which we were really hoping to get to. But by the time we got, like I said, Colin and I got sidetracked. We got directionally impaired and, Next thing we know, we were barely able to kind of get to that area. Like we got there and had dinner like at eight thirty or something, eight o'clock, when we finally got our stuff all put in, the, in place and found everybody and blah 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 blah. Yep, for sure. Yeah, Zach. And, Zach is awesome. Um, I know you're in the chat, Zach, as well. But uh, yeah, it was yeah, so much fun hanging out with family. you. Yeah, 
And yeah, he and I, we we had probably shared one of the worst dinners there. That we both got dinner at this rest at the whole restaurant in the hotel. And I think it was like the most burnt chicken fingers I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. The fries weren't bad, but at all. Didn't Colin like eat most of your meal anyway? I get well. I bought it, and I was like, because he hadn't eaten either. And he's like, I don't need anything to eat. I'm like, oh, baloney. Here, let me go grab some chicken fingers. I don't need your chicken fingers. No, this one's yours. Eat this chicken finger. Okay. <laughs> but that was actually amazing, too, because I drove down with Colin. So he and I were in the car together nine hours one way, nine hours the other way. It was actually really cool. We That's discussed awesome. a whole bunch of stuff. We had a lot of fun. It was really neat to. And like I told Colin, it's like I'm going all the way to Gen Con to kind of hang out with you, and I could do that. You're 15 minutes from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right. Yeah, that was basically that's a Wednesday. Moving on to Thursday. Woohoo! Thursday. Thursday, we get all the fun happens, right? Um, Thursday's a good time. Good time stuff. So, I, was it your flight was amazing? No, but there we go. I landed. <laughs> we woke up on Thursday to some wonderful breakfast. Did you know Steve's a chef? He was he telling made, me that he he was telling me that he made breakfast for y'all every he day. He made breakfast every day for us. It was absolutely yeah. awesome. And I don't know what it is, but okay, so nope. I'm just gonna say this. Steve makes good eggs. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed them. So. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, backstory to that one. Um Baron Colin and I, we stayed at an Airbnb. So and of course they had a kitchen and everything, and, and we're trying to figure out what to do for meals and stuff. I'm like, you know what? On Gen Con, because it's so much happening, I like to really get some good food in me to like sustain me through the day. And eggs are something that will fill me for most of the day. And so we're like, how about I make eggs in the morning for you guys? And for me, it's kind of a, a zen period for me where I can like just focus on eggs, you know, take a take it easy waking up and I don't know, something about that. So I had fun making eggs for you guys too. So, but yes, we had eggs every morning. So. Yep. That's we're awesome. Next year. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we did Thursday morning, so we got to the con. Um, I decided not to stand in line because I've done that in the past, and I don't need to do that again if I can avoid it. <laughs> we'll get back to that in a second, though, because I wasn't able to avoid it. <laughs> There's a story to tell about lines. Oh, there is a story, there, yeah. for sure. So, but we got there, um, I want to say like around 8 or 9, I can't remember. And I think this was a 9 o'clock event. This and was a 9 was, o'clock event, was Arkham Horror. Yep. So it was you, th- it was you, Barent, uh, Colin, and Terrence um, playing the Blob scenario. Correct. They added a few things to it. Like the guy, I uh, had some custom cards that he made for the scenario. Uh, Kanji can jump in. Kanji actually did play this. I think you played it like the Thursday, night. Thursday yeah, night. Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell my story as y'all. You know, I, this is the morning. So <laughs> the morning. So we fought the Blob. Sadly, Colin and I got a little anxious. And so we like did like this big thing. We did like tons of damage to the blob, and it was going to take like two more turns before we were going to fire up and attack this thing again, right? And it was like there was like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes left of the event, and so we feel pretty bad for to, to Terrence because all of a sudden, Colin and I are like, okay, well, I, I think we're done. Scoop, and we, <laughs> we wow. our character and walked into the convention because we, wow. we, we hadn't seen the convention yet. We were still, but. At this point, the thing had like 600 health left. I mean, we're like, there's no way we're beating this thing. Let's just go. We, we, we got it. We had fun. And so we just, we walked away. Yeah. So um, I landed at 11, took a cab, uh, well, uh, an Uber into, um, into the city, checked into my hotel, and then headed straight to the convention. And so I got in the convention. I, the hall was packed, but, it, you know, you could walk in easily. The mob had gone. And um, I, 
went in, just started moseying around. I get a text from Barrett. Hey, I'm in the hall. Where are you? I'm like, I'm starting at 300. No, no, that was, that was Saturday. That was Saturday. That was Saturday. Yep, so, that's a Don't worry. So, so I, I walked. So I started walking the hall randomly roaming starting. Yo, at- this is when we texted you multiple times and you never responded. <laughs> This is where, like, because Derek, Derek's here, and even Steve's like, Derek's avoiding me. I've like messaged him a few times. He just apparently doesn't want to ever hang out with us. No, and, I, I, I honestly, I threw my, I put my phone in my back pocket, and it was on. Um, it, it, the volume was down, so I didn't know I had the volume down. I didn't know I had the volume down. It was so, it was so funny because I was like, "Is Derek here? Yeah, I think I saw him." Why is he not messaging me? What's going on? Got me up. <laughs> so I'm, I'm walking the, the halls by myself and I'm like, okay, I'm looking for people. I don't know how to get in contact with them. Well, yes, this, this electronic device that is in my pocket could be a communication medium, but <laughs> no, I'm walking because there's a lot of people. And so Star Trek has had it from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Stacy messages me and she's like, I'm going over to the Van Ryder booth. Be there now. So I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I go over to the Van Ryder booth. I meet up with Stacy, and then she and I hang out until the Arkham. Uh, then we go meet Janet, and Janet's sitting with Rob from Rob's Gaming Table, and just kind of chatting them up. So we so we go over there, and this is in the um, the gaming hall, and we're just kind of talking for a second then i was like i i, I want to go back into the hall so so we went back into the hall we're just aimlessly wandering and then came time for arkham horror our arkham horror event um we had our this is a different shirt but we, we all wore arkham horror miskatonic university shirts mm-hmm. and so we go to the event we sit down janet breaks out the most beautiful arkham horror bling that i've ever seen in my life she has acrylic tokens for everything and the chaos bag. She had these like metal, really awesome looking tokens that she had put in this uh, for, for those. So we're using those to play. We're playing a little, then all of a sudden I feel like somebody come over and put their hand on my shoulder. <laughs> well, we finally found you. Well, I would also like to preference that he did start using his electronic device. I did. I did. did not message us. I said, I said, no, no, I did. I messaged Steve. I messaged oh, Steve. Okay. I messaged Steve. And that's how y'all knew where I was. Cause I was like, Hey, uh, Oh, I saw all these messages coming on. <laughs> where are you? We're here. Why are you not talking to us? And so I messaged Steve. I was like, Oh crap. I'm, I'm at the Arkham event. So overcomes, uh, Steve Barrett and Colin, I think was with y'all. So, oh, yeah. and Zach came as well. And so y'all yeah. came over to the event. And we had, so we were playing, we had to fight the Blob. The Blob had 1,780 health and needed 166 clues to flip to act two. (laughs) So we, we beat the Blob in our scenario. We did win. Um, But they came over, said hi, said that they were going to just kind of look around. I saw Barrett with his hat and I was like, get your butt over here. And so we hugged it out. And then we, yeah, uh, that's when I realized that like, he is like, he apparently has some genetic, uh, uh, with Ed Tall Jones. He's like, if those of you don't know, that was like the one of the most shocking things at Gen Con. It's like, Derek's like over six feet. Well, I'm six one. I'm I never six thought one. this. I thought he was like, oh, you know, he's probably about five eight, five nine, about five. Eight. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so, so we, yeah, so, so Baron, Baron comes over and he looks at me and he's like, you're a lot taller than I thought you were. <laughs> and then they went, you all went back in the hall and we continued playing our game. And we finished our game. I don't know. 
so I can cut to the night or I got, we... I got stuff to interject. Oh, no, okay, played, so you got we, stuff. We, so we, we played a game. We played uh, Forbidden Jungle a couple times, and then yeah, y'all like yeah. Well, I, I want to jump in real quick because uh, end at nine. I am not going to let him flee me again. So <laughs> I don't know if just sat there until you were done with your game. <laughs> Baron, I, I want to jump in real quick. Uh, Zimbo was on pre- a previous live stream, and he had a dungeon crawl question. I thought you would be the best person to answer. Oh, oh I know Dill, a couple things. Yeah. So he was asking, uh, what ways do you think a Tales from Red Dragon Inn is better than Adventure Tactics? Because you want to compare these two as a lighter dungeon crawler approach. Well, good news. I am going to be doing a playthrough of Red Tales from the Red Dragon Inn soon. I haven't even opened it to look at the rule book yet. Yeah, but me I have too. Colin, yeah, I have me Colin's too. copy. Colin bought one at the con, and he said, I don't need it right now. Why don't you do a playthrough of it and then give it to me when you're done? And on top of that, I've only played Adventure Tactics a couple times with Colin. And from what I that what I from that, I've I've enjoyed it. I, I really like the like leveling up system in that game. I thought that's really cool, but I haven't really dug into that one as much as I should either. So stay tuned on that one. Yeah. Watch Tales from the Red Dragon in. I know Mike did a playthrough, but I'll probably do a more in-depth and more uh, expansive playthrough than just me. He probably just did like the first quest. I'll probably do more than just that. Yeah. I haven't had to play him enough to tell you. I think Derek, you played some adventure tactics, haven't you? No, I've never played adventure tactics, but well, I did. Really but William I did back. Um... If you can get a hold yeah. of William from Hungry Gamer, I think he did a lot of adventure go. tactics too. He's yeah. played quite a bit. Yeah, I did. Um, I did back the Tales from Red Dragon in Kickstarter, so that delivered. So I'll be playing that one at, at some point as well. Cool. So unfortunately, Zimbo, I guess none of us have played both of them at this point. So. I, have I haven't you. played either. <laughs> I have failed you, but like I said, stay tuned. Hopefully, by so I, I always said, people all know this. The summer is always hard for me to get game to do yeah. recordings of because my family is all here because yeah. my wife's a teacher and my kids are off school. But as time goes on, once school starts, it gets a lot easier. I usually get a lot more time because people go to bed at a decent hour. Mm-hmm. Summer people, I guess, think they shouldn't stay up till like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> I don't got to go to work. Yeah. Okay, so I want to jump back to... All right. I was sitting with these guys yeah. when they played Arkham, and they mm-hmm. started at 9. And at 10 o'clock is when the hall opens up, the vendor hall. And so there was... I had a couple... Well, one must buy and one I really, really want to buy on my list. Two games. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. You know what? All, I'm not going to stand in the line because I've done that in the past. And normally, like, if you wait five minutes, everything clears out anyway. Like, the giant mass of people, once the doors open, it gets it's a lot easier to walk around. So I'm like, you know what? At 10.05, I decided to head to the hall. So five minutes later, then the doors open. So I'm like, I the doors open up. 10.05, I, get, I walk that direction. And I go immediately to Spin Master's booth. If you guys know, Derek and I a little bit, we love, love, love Marvel United. Little, just a little. We just like a little it a little bit, a little right? Bit. <laughs> and so I got in line to get the Spider Get In box because they had, that was the new core that was released. I'm like, cool. I'm excited for this. Waited in line. All right. Yeah. So I, was, I got, I saw the line. It started wrapping around the booth. I'm like, cool. So I walked around the corner, walked around the other corner, walked around the other corner, walked around, wait a second. I walked around four corners, and basically what happens is this line was so long, it like wrapped around itself. It was like spiraling out. It was kind of a mess, honestly. So eventually I found like the end, stood in line, and waited, and unfortunately did not get a copy. I'm like, wow. This is more challenging than I thought. <laughs> so I messaged Derek, like, hey man, I tried. Wasn't getting a copy. We'll have to make sure we get uh, the, the, the next time. Yeah, so, yeah. 
So then I'm like, okay, well, I didn't get that one. Let's go for my the other one I wanted, which was Sky Team. <laughs> Sky Team is a two-player cooperative game where a pilot co-pilot work together to land a plane. So I walked over there. Again, line super long. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> They're not going to get this one either. Well, like, well, I failed today. So I walked around, talked to a lot of people, made a lot of faces and stuff like that, which is awesome. People who work with, like I talked to uh, Louis Bruff, who did Keep the Heroes Out. And Isafarangar, which is Eric, there for Sky Kingdom Games. And lots of, oh, Forteller as well. Talk with them. Um, I actually spent a lot of time with Forteller later on in the con as well. So it was a lot, a lot of fun. So Yeah. And um, after our, ga- our game finished about 9 p.m. And at that time, we got out of the gaming hall and we met back up with Zach, uh, Steve, Barrett, and Colin. And so we went to the beer garden. And we sat down at the beer garden and just had had some drinks and had some laughs. And we were out there for pretty... I, I know Janet and Stacy came with us and we were just all hanging out. And then they left and we hung out for a little bit longer. I think I got back to my hotel around midnight or so. Um, so we hung out, just had some good laughs. And it was our first time, you know, that we could sit down together and meet, you know, in person for me where where I'm... Other than Steve, I haven't met anybody else in person, so we all just kind of hung around the hung around the table, drinking some beer and and just having a good laugh. That was a fun time. That was fun. Time. Yeah. Then Friday. Hold on, I'm not done with Thursday. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I got more go stuff. So one thing I did Thursday was meet up with Chuck, um, who's Calamac on our Discord. Someone who's very very um, active on there, and it was awesome oh. meeting him for the first mm-hmm. time face to face. And we played Legendary Encounters Matrix. I love Marvel Legendary. Uh, the Legendary Encounters games I also enjoy. This one I was, eh, honestly, not that excited for. But I was curious about it anyway, because, you know, I like Legendary. Sat down and played it. I really enjoyed this game. This game is really well done. It is obviously based upon the Matrix movies. There are three, all three movies are in the box. And the movies are depicted by three acts. And so you have to set the deck to go through the different acts, all that fun stuff. A lot of clever, unique mechanics to try to capture what's happening in the movie and and translate that to the game. And so the big thing about this one is you're either in the Matrix or in the r- real world. And so you've got a standee. And the stand- if the standee's on the table, you're in the r- real world. And there's a Matrix in the Matrix spot on the board as well. And so... The difference is, if you're in the real world, you can buy stuff. That's how you can deck build. If you're in the Matrix, that's how you can scan and do combat. And the kicker is, you need a hard line to get out. And so there are hard lines that are in the the row where the enemies come out. Um, the enemies can cover that up, so you don't have a way out. Or you can pay if the combat zone's open to get out that way. So you and you can only you can only make that tra- transition once a turn. So you can either enter or leave. So like when I mentioned about the cool things to do in this game, for example, if someone plays someone plays Neo for the first Matrix movie, and they are stuck in the Matrix. They can like temporarily leave just to buy a car, but they are immediately pushed back in the Matrix. And it's interesting. You have to fig- you have to go through the story and figure out how to get out. Now the cool thing about this one is it has multiple endings and branches. And so I played this one multiple times. Uh, this is, this picture is from one I played with Chuck. But uh, I played this with Baron and Colin a couple times after that, and I saw the other end- endings as well. And there's some endings I haven't seen yet, which is really, really cool. Anyway. This so game is sweet. Did it you is... buy this game, Steve? I didn't buy no, it. No, uh, Colin did. This okay. game is awesome. 
Yeah, I was really surprised by it, honestly. Everything, it's like they've took everything that they could possibly have done with Legendary and used all the good things in this game. Yeah, like there's a there's some really cool thematic tie-ins. Yeah. It, they really made it thematic. I, we're not going to spoil what happens in the first one. If you want to see right. it, I think Colin's doing a video of it. It should probably be up next week um, where he's going to go through and do the first mission. But I do like the fact that if you're out of the Matrix, the only way you can buy cards. Yeah. When you're in the Matrix, the only way you can fight. Yep. So it's like you have to decide where you want to be for that turn at the end. Like, do I want to buy cards and go in and fight? Or do I want to fight and get out of the Matrix and buy cards? Or do you want to get absolutely hosed and be in the Matrix and have only buying cards and you can't get out? And then be <laughs> out of the Matrix and only have fighting cards and can't get back in? That's that's my favorite part. That was what happened to me the first game. Yeah. So is this game new? Yes. yes. It's not okay. the Gen Con, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. It, uh, the first we played twice. The first time I got totally ruined. I was like, basically, they're all like, "Oh, I'm gonna do like these twelve things with my forty-two cards." I'm like, I got starter cards still because I got like, it was, I just got a bad draw. And it was really funny to watch the. I was like, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, Stacy. Yeah, there's some really cool stuff in this one. So, and of course, you have an avatar with special abilities that levels up as you play. So. It was good times. Yeah, that was really cool. Did you get to say not like this? I did. There's actually a card that says not like this. And I bought oh, that card because yes. I was playing Switch. <laughs> it was funny because like anything that bad happened, like, not like this. <laughs> There's real like you said, super thematic. Like all the cards are like almost quotes from the show at all times. It's That's really awesome. Cool. It's That's really awesome. cool. Really cool. They've got and it's they've even got like a card in there called Deja Vu that actually comes up twice. Yep. And then when it does actually resolve the second time, something actually really happens. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's, yeah, I'll check it out. It's pretty, it. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Now, of course, you have to remember it's the le- it's legendary Matrix. It's uh, technically you're playing the three movies. Yeah. Um, and kind of like the Alien one, once you kind of play the first one, you kind of see how it goes. You kind of yeah, get the idea yeah. of what it does and kind of things like. I, I don't get me wrong. I love the legendary games. I play the alien legendary game all the time, but I mean, I've gotten to the point now where it's like, okay, I know that I need to be finding these two certain cards right. that comes to the deck. I need to, but when we first played it, we're like, I have no, and it was, that was, I think that's what really made it super cool. So we had no idea what was coming next. Like, yep. Oh, this guy came out. Oh, I remember that guy for the movie. Oh, he's super bad. And like, how do we deal with that? And so we eventually, as we're going through, we figure out how to deal with him. But it's like we had no idea when this guy first came out, like what we're going to do about this guy. So it's yeah, it was really yeah. kind of cool. It's cool okay. because it tells you what you needed. Like your objective is to do this, but it's just a you don't know what that means, and you have to play yeah, through to figure yeah. it out. So it's okay. pretty cool. Okay. Yes, Dan, that I, I do. I, I that's that's exactly what happened. He said when I give when I'm given the choice, I always choose absolutely host. <laughs> 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 that's what I was. It was amazing. Uh, there's so, another game we played together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Indiana Jones Adventures in Sands of Time or something. I can't. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I can't it's remember the exact title of this one. I actually, this was also a surprise, but I'll have a little more to say about this one at, at the end. But you play as a one of the characters from Raiders of the Lost Ark. This is all based upon that movie. And you have in the in the center of the board, you've got different locations to go to, so you can go to a location and do the action. Very very simple. And you're basically trying to build behind the cards to take down the boss. Uh, the kicker is after you do these locations, you roll some dice, and dice will tell you uh, either the boss moves. Or you might need to put these gems. And you see on the left side, there's this contraption. This is the really cool part about the game. It is on the top scout bucket. 
And in the middle, it's got a sand timer. So what you'll be doing, you'll be putting these gems into the top of the bucket. You just keep doing that. At some point, that bucket's going to get heavy enough where it's going to flip, and it's going to automatically flip the sand timer. And then you have a timed event. And so your goal is to defeat the villain before that sand timer runs out. You can attack the villain before that time, sand timer flips, but it's kind of hard to do. But you're basically building your hands, and so then when you get to that time phase, you, you can play out your hands out and defeat them. Yeah, and, and to attack them, you have to do this kind of like, I'll use the term it's Uno. A, yeah, it's an Uno-style thing. Yeah, so like, I can play this, if I play a attack card that's red, the next card has to be a red card, or, or a symbol card, right? So you have to chain right. off the color or the symbol as you go it's through. Kind of, Not yeah, every card's an attack card. You got either the city that's a match the color, or you got to match the symbol, which in Uno would be the number. You know what I mean? Right, right. Really change the color to something else. Or then there, I think there's even some. Were there wild? No, I don't think there was any wild cards in. There. Um, I think white was white wild. Oh, that's right. White was wild. You can yeah, play yeah. that on anything. Yeah. But the white cards, you could play it on anything, but it still would have one of the two. It would have like an aspect you still had to. You could. It's like I could play a white, and it had the instead of like it'd be like a white six. Right. So now I can play any color on top of that thing, but you still have to play a six if you want to change it to if you want to like match it with something to do more damage. Okay. Yeah, and then you have three bosses to fight through, and at the end, it gets harder and harder as you go. You also level up the locations as you go go through it. There's a there's a lot more other things I haven't described, but uh, yeah, I actually really like this one. However, I will say that I don't think this is one that's going to have a lot of replay value in it. Okay. Um, you can so definitely more. replay it, but mm. it doesn't have much nothing staying power, I'd say. Yeah, nothing will change. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot. You can change the location, stuff like that. It, it's it's one of those games that I will definitely play if someone asked, but I probably wouldn't necessarily go out and play it too often. So, and I probably wouldn't. I I I would only own it if I think my family or kids would yes. want to play this. Yes. I don't think this is something I would ever own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But so it's a good game. So this game, so this game was handled by top men. <laughs> yes, top top men. <laughs> top Am I missing the reference? Man, yes, yes, you are, and it saddens me that you missed this reference. <laughs> it saddens me deeply. Was that, in, was, that so, in, was that in Indiana Jones? 4? Yes, that was in the movie. No, that was in the first movie. What you don't see is like you can buy these games, top but man. behind them they had a huge warehouse. That had to walk back there with these wooden crates. I'm just kidding. So that's fine, Barrett. Bar- 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 <laughs> He's so confused by it. He's like, "What am I missing? What is Top happening?" Here? Are you talking about like the government agents or whatever that in put the, the crate away or put the yes in the in the at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when Doc, when uh, Harrison Ford asked like, "Well, what happens to the Holy Grail?" The FBI agent said, "It's being handled by top men." And he oh, said, top "Who?" Man. And he said, what men? Top men. That's right. <laughs> I thought you were talking about somebody wearing a hat. Wow. <laughs> Hotels. Hotels. Yeah, top hat man. Yeah. Uh, Zimbo's got another question about dungeon crawlers. And uh, I know one thing, if you're interested in, uh, I know that one thing that might help is that uh, I think we did a couple episodes in our co-op chat about our top dungeon crawlers and things we about did. them that are that we like about them. I know if you dig back through the live channels feeds, you might find something, but he's kind of saying, what's the best dungeon crawl in the world? Now, of course there's tons of them. Well, uh, what's the most complicated one? Yeah. It, and that's why I think going back to that topic would help you. I just kind of wrote Madara because it's my favorite one. Madara is a good one. It's pretty complex. I would say sword and sorcery is up there as well. For com- com- yeah. being just, complicated. just all and dungeon it, crawlers are top. Yeah. 
all, it all of them are unique for. and great. If in you're looking way. for like character uh, customization and things of that nature, I'd go Madara. If you're looking for just straight up, like I want to have a guy that kind of powers up on his own, but again, has a, a strict leveling system where you're, but the story is kind of fun and you get to fight things, then yeah, sword and sorcery is great, things like that. So, but I know we did a huge topic on it. A couple, I think we actually spanned it over two. Uh, two of our chats so if you dig back through there you might find us chatting about it for like two whole episodes yeah yeah for sure cool. i hope that helps um there is really Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Derek wanted to make he sent me something in discord and he wanted to make sure that i completely understood that it wasn't people with uh top hats <laughs> <laughs> you played this on on uh friday i mean uh thursday as well no, I just want to bring this up. Animated was there, which is another co-op game, which I didn't really do demo or know much about, but want to mention that. That is another one we need to take a look at. So, oh, okay. But did we I did play a different it? game. Uh, yes, I was did. like, y'all y'all left after I left y'all at midnight. You were still gaming all the way into the into the wee hours of the morning? No, no, no. This was before your story. Oh, no, no, no. oh. this is this this before Thursday we met up. Oh, we're out of order. Okay, I'm going to mute. So y'all go ahead and talk about Let me know when you get to Saturday. Mute yourself, just like you did with us uh, when you ghosted us for like 90% <laughs> of Thursday. I can well. You see, Bear, what had happened was when I finally looked at my phone, I saw Stacy message me, but not the forty-two texts from the rest of us. I messaged. I messaged you. No, I think he messaged us while we were probably in the middle of some of these playthroughs. Probably, probably. They're not going to let me live this down, so I just need to take it. All right, tell me when you get to Saturday. Boom, 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 pop, 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 pop. Saturday, you played Star Trek. Uh no, this is a Friday. No Thursday, just the Thursday. So Star Trek Cryptic. This was the escape room puzzle game version of it. <laughs> Played this with Terrence and another another gentleman. So this was a puzzle type game. We were, I think, we talked to the guy, and it says it sounded like we were the only group that got through it all. Um, the full first act. It's like three different acts. It was really fun. It was really cool. Um, of course, this is your normal escape room puzzle game. I'm not gonna say a whole lot about it. Because right. of spoilers, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It is got three different ships you can be on for the Enterprise. I had a lot of fun little nods to the the, the show and everything. Good puzzle. Can I ask you a question about it? That maybe if it says it spoils stuff, don't say anything. Go ahead. Does it span different genres of the Star Trek universe, or is it like three kind of like generic ships that you're on that you're like kind of working through? I'm not sure because we only saw the first ship. Um, the first ship seemed generic. Like not not necessarily like a particular series of the show. So. Okay, so like you're not on the USS Enterprise no, 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 no. D or B or something like that. Okay, no, not not that I noticed at least. But um, like I said, I only saw the first one, and I won't right. say a whole lot because of spoilers. But it was if you like Escape Room games, and if you're a fan of Star Trek, probably worth seeking out. This it does obviously has limited replay due to you know the nature of the game. That I think is everything I had to say about Thursday. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> So. No, no, that's fine. I, that's why I was like, I don't, I don't want to go out of order for what you had sequence. So go through. Like uh, we have a sequence. You're with me. Oh, I guess I have a couple other things to talk about real quick. Um, if you had it before, yeah, let me know when we get to Friday, and we'll be so then on Saturday. We'll oh, jump okay. to Saturday apparently. Okay, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Yeah, we can go to we can go to Friday. No, if you have more, do do more Thursday. We're, we're going to talk about it, um, a lot of I Thursday. These other games multiple times throughout the con, so let's save them for later. So, you sure? Yep. Okay. 
so Friday, I was I was the early riser. Why um, though? I was the early riser because I was not missing Marvel United. Um, <laughs> I saw the line that wrapped around the booth when I got to Gen Con, and I was not interested in being in that line. So I woke up at about five, and I did not get breakfast. I went straight down to the hall, and my hotel was probably about five minutes from the con. Yeah, so I just wa- spoiled the fact that we weren't sure if you got it or not. Well, sorry, no, no, I got it. I, I think I think Tuesday, last Tuesday, spoiled that because oh, I yeah, played. I about that. You guys have all done live streams of it, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, never mind. So, um, on I'll mute myself. On, <laughs> I'll see my way out. <laughs> so last, uh, so on Friday, I woke up early, went down. The line to Lorcana was halfway. Was almost almost at the at the Gen Con entrance door. Dude, if you ever have to stand in line for a game that actually starts outside of the con, shoot me now and tell me it's not worth it. <laughs> it was I, crazy. It yeah, was crazy and we'll line. talk about we'll talk about all Larkana in a bit. We'll talk about all Larkana in a bit. So we, so it was just me and this other guy that was there. So I sat down on I sat down on one of the couches that uh, one of the chairs that was to the side just to kind of take a load off for a little. Then I started seeing more people coming, so I went and stood in line waiting for Steve. Steve, you came about what time? Like nine, nine thirty? Probably and around nine. Yeah. yeah, and the hall opens up at ten. So Steve came at at nine, and he had to zigzag his way to get to me in the front of the line because the line was already the the mob. I won't even call the line was already filling up. But, so I'm chatting with people. I met you know I, I'm chatting. I'm, I'm extroverting all over the place. <laughs> so I'm chatting with everybody, hopping between different groups. And before I know it, the mob to get into the hall had gotten where you couldn't see the floor anymore. So I turn to talk to Steve, and I see this mob, and I reach up and I take a picture of it, which I'll uh, you know um, I'll show at some point. But I then, because of the size of the mob, I took a step back, and the entire mob moved with me. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, okay, this is this is scary." And it got to the point where I was on the other side of the the ribbon or the line that you can't cross because I could not step back across it for how tight everybody was packed. And Steve, you were there, like you were you saw how dense everybody was packed waiting to get in the hall around. I tried not to. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, I don't want these people to say, hey, you can't stand here and they kick me out. So I'm trying to inch my way back forward to make people feel like move back, but nobody's moving. The line just keeps getting like more tighter and tighter packed that I just tell the lady, listen, I'm on this side. I, I, I'm i sorry. But she was a good sport about it. And when the hall opened, I briskly walked to the uh, Spin Masters booth and Steve and I was able to pick up Marvel United. I think we were like ninth and 10th in line. Like, uh, yeah. The weird thing about it was that there were already people in line and it wasn't because they were they ran or something. It, it they were already in the hall, standing in line. And I was asking Steve, like, what the what's going on here? And and so two things happened. One, Steve told me about one. I found out later, which I think is I think is crappy. So the first thing he uh, you said it was uh, called VIGs, very important gamers, where you can yeah. play, where you can pay a ridiculous sum of money for people who have that type of discretionary income to be able to go uh, to get into the hall early and 
stand in what line you want for your most important thing or walk around and look before the doors open. If you have that money, sure. And you want, and like I said, you have, I ain't hating on you for doing that because that's, that's the experience you want. And it, it's not cheap in any way, shape or form. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I found out later that I, uh, that people told me and I, I was kind of annoyed about was vendors were actually going and standing in line to buy the games and sell it at their booth for a markup. Oh, oh I didn't know this. Yes. I didn't know that. And I thought that, that was garbage. <laughs> but that it, they would either go in the line to get the game that they wanted and then be good, to stand in line really quick early on, buy the game, run back to their booth, or they'd buy it and sell it at their booth at a markup. Like I, I was like, that's... I, I, I'm... Being a vendor, being able to get in anyway. Ugh, nope, I'm not going to do it. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not going to stand on my soapbox. I just thought it was crappy. Uh, so, like else. so we got in line. Whether you were a VIG or a vendor, that was who. That honestly, that was who was in front of us because when the doors open, I I was in front getting you to the Spin right Master there. booth. You're yeah, right I there. was in front getting to the mm-hmm. Spin Master booth. So. Whoever was there was either vendor or VIG gamer yes. uh, or VIG person. And so I stood in line behind them. And as Steve came up, I yanked him in line with me. And then we got up to the front and purchased our game. Then we went to, and I think yeah. Barrett was supposed to Barrett and Colin. back on the farm. Barrett and Colin. We, Colin and I decided to. First off, uh, Ryan asked. He missed a little bit of the chunk live. Colin couldn't make it. This is correct. Colin's not feeling well today. He wasn't able to make co-op chat with us today. Yep. So Hopefully he's feeling better soon because we would love to have him here. Yeah. So, yeah. We Feel better, Colin. He was supposed to be here. We didn't get yeah. him here. But Feel he was with better. me. But don't worry. Almost 90% of the time he was with me. So anything I was doing, he was probably doing at the same That's time. That's true. That's true. Um, Speaking so, of which, what were you doing during this time? Yeah, yeah so what were you on, doing? Meanwhile, back on the farm, Colin <laughs> and I got there the same time Steve did because we all carpooled in together. We we both had the press badge, which really wasn't that big of a deal, but I could get a free cup of coffee. So we went and got a free cup of coffee. Uh, he doesn't drink coffee, so he got just he just waited for me. But the interesting thing, I can kind of explain this because it's kind of cool. So in the press room, they gave you, you can get free cups of coffee. They had a few diet sodas that you could kind of drink if you wanted to. And they had like four small tables. And they actually had a, a fair number of the games that were out at the con that you could kind of pick up, open, look at things, see what's inside it, kind of, and read. You could read the rule book if you wanted to. You could do whatever you wanted with these games, which was kind of neat. We didn't really spend a lot of time in there, but that was one of the things you could do with the press badge we had. And so it wasn't like a huge deal to have this, but it was kind of cool at least to get a free cup of coffee. So I got a free cup of coffee. We walked, and we're trying to find out where this booth is that we're supposed to get this sky sky team. team? Yeah, sky team. Because so <laughs> so they knew I wanted this game, and I wasn't oh, able to oh, get it. Right? How good this is! So we're going to try to get sky team. Now remember how we got to Gen Con? We failed, right? We failed to get to Gen Con. Directly challenged. So we're looking for this booth. Here's oh, the, no, no. Here's the worst thing about it. Like, why did we? Why did I ask the two direction challenge people? To help me navigate and find yeah, we Sky we Top Sky them up. We should have split them up. We should have split them up. We should have split them up. We should have and I are looking for this like booth. We're like, well, I think it's, so. We're looking for trying to look it up. Oh, Sky Team Games is at this booth, two thirty nine. Oh, okay, two thirty nine. So we're trying to figure out where this booth is, and all of a sudden, like one guy's trying to help us. He's like, oh, I think it's next to this one. So when you get in there, just look for this big giant panda. Oh, okay, cool. We'll look at this big giant panda. And he's like, I think you're going to be on the doors over there because it's over on that side. Oh, okay. So we walk over there. We're not being pushed through the line behind the tape like somebody we know. <laughs> We're like probably just kind of in the middle of the mob, just kind of hanging out, you know, just chit-chatting. 
and the doors open and we're like, oh, okay, we'll go. Because I would like to preface this. These two did say, or Steve told me the day before, it's probably not the biggest deal you get there right away because it, it didn't, it took a while for it to sell out. So I think you should be okay. That was a quote. I did so, say that. I did say we're that. Walking what did you learn? What did you learn? <laughs> we're walking booth to booth. And uh, Colin's like, okay, so now where is this booth? I go, I think some, we're supposed to look for a panda. So we're looking for this panda. We kind of find the panda. We're looking around like, I, I'm not sure if this is really weird. Then then all of a sudden we think about it. Wait, didn't we see it way over there? So we're on the complete opposite end of where this stupid game is supposed to be. So now we're kind of booking it the best we can book that you can book a book. And here we go. We're walking, walking real fast. We get there and we see the booth and then we see the line in the line and the line. you know, it wraps around. You were talking about, I think, I think everybody that got Marvel United the day before stood in this line the next day. <laughs> maybe, maybe because we were wrapped all the way over to the eBay thing. We're standing there until about for about 20 minutes, three, 25 minutes. And Colin and I are talking to each other kind of, then we're like, dude, are we ever going to get this game? I'm like, I don't know, man. And the, the line hasn't moved. We're like, I feel like we failed. We're done. And so we just stepped out of the line and walked off. And we texted these guys, sorry, guys, we failed you. It was so bad. Oh, that line was insane. I think after we got ours, we headed over to the line. We saw how bad it was. And we're like, yeah, we're not. Yeah, it's not it, this is a wash. And, and that's what it was. It, it, was a, it wasn't as important. That, wasn't, that was one that, where it was a nice to have. Yeah. Yeah. I got the my had to have. Game, the more it actually seemed like a really cool game. And it I is a cool game. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's just, what do you want to get out of the con? Do you want to stand in a line that's maybe going to take you two, two and a half hours to get a game? Or in Lakana's instance, like eight and a half hours to get a game? Or do you just want to enjoy the con? Yeah. yeah. Get that game, like maybe down the line when it comes to re- normal release schedules and things like that yeah. and have a better chance at through Amazon yeah. or whatever affiliate you want to try to buy your games from your local gaming store, things of that nature. And so that's where we decided on. I mean, you guys have decided on that. And a lot of the games at the con, Colin and I had decided that it was going in. We weren't going to try to stand in line. We weren't going to try to push. Yeah. Something. Yeah. If the game yeah. was there, we were going to pick it up. Yeah. There was Friday was full was like the hall was packed like it was saturday like it was the main event right and it was just friday and it it was hard to move everybody not everybody but a large swath of people had one of those gaming backpacks the big huge honking things they're walking with and they were slamming into people and i don't know what's worse that or a stroller oh yes yeah there was there were people there were people who you know they're like hey it's it's you know we brought our babies and so they had the strollers so they were pushing the strollers through and knocking in the people's achilles and and the people and it was crazy is when you walk by the person who has now put the baby on their like front torso and has filled the Stroller with games. Yep, yep. And running yep, into you with them. Yep. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. And as, course, the big backpack or the stroller full of games. <laughs> and as as we were walking around, like I saw, I saw the content creators. I ran into Jeremy Howard, who was pretty cool, and he he had he had a huge uh, what do you call that? Uh, um, Entourage. <laughs> Entourage. Entourage. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had a huge. Uh, he had a pull wagon. Full of games. Oh, they pulled this awesome. wagon full of games, and it, it was just a lot of people that were in a very it, it's supposed to be big but tight space. Right, and, and it was it was truly the first the first well Thursday was the first full day, but it was the first full day I was there, and so everybody's knocking around, everybody's moving it to finally where I I think like 
this was where Barrett messaged me and he's like, where are you? I want to come hang out. And I said, I'm bringing my, ca- I brought my camera. So I brought, uh, if you saw in that other video, that was my first streaming camera that I had. And I brought that camera and I started all the way at one end and I just started walking up and yeah, down. Yeah, started over at the Kingdom Death down. booth pretty much. Yeah, so I started the Kingdom Death booth and I started just taking pictures and walking up and down the aisles. And so I was like, I'm at 300 up the aisle. I'm at 299. 3,000. <laughs> 3,000. And then I was like, okay, then I'm at the next level. It's 2,900. So then I'm at 28. So I'm just messaging Barrett saying I'm at 3,000. I'm on my way to 3,000. I'll be there very soon. I get there at Kingdom Death Booth. I go, I'm at the Kingdom Death Booth. Oh, I'm at 2,900. Okay, <laughs> I'm at 2,900. And I'm walking all the way down the 2,900 row. And I walk all the way back up the 2,900 row. And I go, I walk 2,900 row. I'm back at Kingdom Death Booth. I'm at 2,800. Okay, so now I'm walking to 2,800. I'm kind of walking, looking for Derek. He's like seven foot four. You think I'd see him? I can't find him. And so then I finally text again. I'm back in the Kingdom Death booth. I can't find you. I'm, I'm over it. I have to do two more things. I'll come that way. I'm like, fail. I'm I will see you later. I will see you later. That's too bad. And so so I just, I, I get about... I think I get about to the 1500s when I was like, okay, I need a break. And I head outside. I'm, I, I, I met up with Stacy, who was, who was at the 1500 one. And, I, and we go out to the uh, beer garden eating area where the sun seems to have brought itself down to the lowest point that it can yes. hovering over like the con. It's right on top of us. Yeah, they, it, it, was, it was hovering right over the convention center, letting out all its heat outside turning the concrete to lava and so we we go outside trying to look for food but by this time all the food trucks have kind of either sold out moved on or um they're selling stuff that you know i'm not interested in so i grab a drink um and i'm sitting over i'm sitting over in the shade this guy comes up to me and he says kanji right and i was like hey yeah what's going on and so he was like i'm loving your content i've got to meet Barrett." No way. That's what he said. That <laughs> oh, is what he said to me. That is what he said to me. He was like, I have to meet Barrett. I was like, I'm never going to. Thank you for this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a picture with you. And I took a picture with him. And I was like, I'm not going to let Barrett let this down. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I ever met him. I don't think. I, I don't know. I don't know if he did, but he just he came up. So he recognized me. I, I it must have been from from these co-op chats, but he recognized me. And then he but he was like, he he's looking forward to meet you. And I was like, thank you for this gift. That's why I wore my hat. Like incognito. That's why I wore my hat. Nobody can find me. <laughs> but I took a picture of him, and then he he went off into the con and and whatnot. But it was a good time. I'm trying to remember what else I did Friday. So I know what I did. Baron, while Baron was doing it, was with us, actually. We were at the event hall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's why, while you were out there uh, hanging out and sweating, I guess, in the sun. we <laughs> Profusely. Profusely, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had a Lord of the Rings event, Loom Card Game event. So this was really fun because there's a lot of the one-stop crew there. It was, let's see. Yeah, we had yeah. two games. It was, it was one of those epic games where everyone's working together. But we sat next to each other. It was... um. Colin, Barrett, and Terrence? Yes. On Colin, one Barrett, side, right here. This and I think Dan played with us. Dan, oh, yes. Yes, he did. Yep. And then I played, I sat next to you, and we it was uh, Peter, Jerry, and I. 
Yeah, you and I switched spots because we realized it was going to be Peter, myself, and Jerry playing together, and we decided that was a bad idea because there was no veterans on that team. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the deal. But yeah, this was the Dreadnought scenario, so taking on a really big floating naval ship, um, which is somewhat analogous to the Blob scenario in Arkham, I guess. So, yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, it was long, but fun, enjoyed it. Though, I do, I will make a point that I it wasn't well organized, unfortunately, so it no. kind of brought the experience down. Quite a bit. Unfortunately, it started off on a bad note just because, like, even Fantasy Flight, they didn't know what tables they had. Until, oh, like, boy. Like, five minutes before it started. So they had no time to prepare anything. Oh, boy. So he yeah. just brought the box of everything over and started dishing everything out and, like, uh, right. for himself. Then he started giving out the different things to the different players. And, and then there was, uh, I think, only our two groups were veterans of the game. Everyone else was new. So they have to teach everybody else I how teach to play. Everyone else. So it was like a bunch oh. of groups. So it took probably like 40 minutes before we started. Oh, so y'all didn't have enough time. Yeah, with the blob scenario, oh, no, we they had to pull the thing out of the water. Oh, nice. We nice. sunk that ship. The battleship we ever did. They um with the blob scenario, they had everything pretty much set up. What oh, yeah. was funny during that scenario though, and, and I'll say Janet was MVP of the tank. Yes, there's a tank in that game. What was funny about that scenario is that the designer was the one that was running it. Yeah, and so here. and so he's walking up and down the aisles just looking at everybody, and he comes over to our table and he throws down this this random ma this random yeah. uh, threat card. And he's and he's like Sorry, Derek. Here you go. Yep. <laughs> he, he like slammed, and, and so I get attacked by this blob out of nowhere, and, because I was by myself. <laughs> and so that was that was fun, but I didn't realize that this dreadnought scenario was so chaotic. Yeah, yeah no, he he did the same thing for our blob. He's like, oh, you guys are doing okay here. I think you need this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a whole. I, I had the Baron. I have a plan. I had it all sorted out. What I was going to do when he came over and did it. <laughs> Yeah, this one's a little more chaotic, uh, but it was run again by the designer of the thing, which is really cool. But he was yeah. really soft-spoken, too, so it was kind of hard to hear what he was saying. And I think he started figuring out halfway through, it's like, okay, so you guys are the only ones that really know what you're doing here. The rest of them kind of think all this stuff. Because yeah. there's two, right now in Lord of the Rings, the living card game, there's kind of two factions. There's people that had come from the beginning, that have everything, have played through everything. But right now, they're re-releasing all the stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of really newer people that are getting into the game and really starting to understand it and coming alive into this game, which is a cool thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like almost a re reinvent, like a re like vitalization of it, which is really cool. But in a specific situation like this, you have these veterans that are sitting there going, "Okay, we're all set to do this, man. What, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for?" And it's like he doesn't. These guys have never played before. These groups only played a couple times. It's like, oh, okay, so we'll wait. I mean, we're patient. Yeah. So yeah. We not like we don't have anything to talk about. We haven't seen each other in ages. So we sat there and chit-chatted for a while. But then when we started to play, we realized that, I mean, even when we finally sunk it, one of the groups goes like, thank you so much for winning. We didn't do any damage. To that. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough scenario. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, of course, Lord of the Rings is a lot more deck build heavy than Arkham is, mm -hmm. in a sense. So if people haven't played a lot before and they don't have a huge card pool to pull from and you're pulling a harder scenario onto people, it can be pretty difficult at times. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we got through it. Nice. Cool. So I think that was... That was yeah, Friday that was at Friday. the convention. 
yeah, yeah was, at the convention yeah. i i went and stacy took me to this pizza place that was her favorite pizza place and i had pizza there and it was it, it was amazing pizza which was what y'all had when we get to that the next day Ooh. that's funny because we went to a pizza place on friday as well we went I, to a brick iron brick brick fire oven pizza place yes which is oh, good. Nice. really good we were right? the oh there because we had a car so we'd like drove out from the con and like kind of had kind of got a pizza place there for next to our house. We had pizza there. And then we actually decided to take a recharge day at night where I felt bad because uh, that's the time that uh, Matthew uh, Rose messaged me. And so like, hey, man, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm taking a recharge day. I'm super sorry. But we're yeah. going to do games all day tomorrow. Saturday. Tomorrow yeah. was the big day. Yeah, so that yeah. was what we were thinking. We thought, why don't we take a recharge day? We'll go home. We'll kind of relax and just kind of hang out for a little while and then go to sleep a little earlier so we can actually get up early yeah, enough yeah, to yeah. gaming and really have a fun day going all the way into the night playing games. That was yeah, kind of yeah. Yeah, so I didn't we... all night or that one either. I stayed. I uh, went to bed. Uh, I probably went to bed around 11 or so. Yeah. We played this. Yep, so we played Kinfire together, which was a lot of fun, actually. We yeah, really mine's on it. the way. It's coming Friday. I was impressed, super impressed by this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it. I stopped by the. Um, so when I first, so I'll, I'll back up as well. When I when I first got there, I went to Spin Masters like Steve did, and was like, yeah, <laughs> no. And then I went over and I found Foreteller, and I chatted with Nicole and the team and stuff. Yep. And and so I was just kind of chatting with them, and the Kinfire people were there as well. And so I was I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, this. I, I was I wanted to back the Kickstarter. I didn't back the Kickstarter because I just wasn't sure. There, you know, they had celebrity. They had celebrities from from. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the channel. It was Becca. Oh, uh, I know I, you're I, talking about. I forgot the name Geek of the Sundry? channel. Uh, Geek and Sundry. Geek, Geek and Sundry. Sundry. Yeah. So that they did like this playthrough with with professional voice actors, and yeah. they were acting out scenes and things. So I was like, okay, I don't know what this game is about because I'm yeah. busy watching this and not the game itself. So I was like, and and I and I did back it. And I was, I know Barron said he backed it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait until Barron, hear what Barron says about it to see if it's cool. But it came in and you started reading the rule book before Gen Con. So you didn't get a chance to record your video yet. So I got to the booth and I actually got to see the game, Sans vo- voice acting talent, and yeah. look at it. And I was like, oh, okay. And that's where I purchased it there. Nice. Um, and it came, you know, I was like, okay. I need the foreteller audio if I'm going to be doing this. And so I got that as well added on and paid for it at Gen Con and had it shipped. So it's going to be arriving this Friday um, to where I will be throwing that in the rotation to play of the other stuff that we're going to talk about. Yeah, I was uh, when I originally backed it, I geek and sundry thing is what you're talking about. What They had another playthrough on there, which I was able to watch. And it's uh, uh, Monica Naveen from I forget. I'm really sorry. I forgot the name of the channel. Channel. I think they're associated with who are they associated with? I think they they're they're part of a group, kind of like a one like we have the one stop group. Is I it forget. is it a is it um like uh, good time society? It, is it something? okay? Is the name okay. of their channel like before you play it or something? I forget. Oh the, oh, you're talking about a uh, uh, watch it play the watch it play group. Watch it play. Maybe they're from. Maybe they're part of the Watch It Play. Group. Yeah, they are with Rodney Smith. They're yes, part of. Yes, yes they're yes, part of that group. Is Watch It Played. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. They did a playthrough of it, and then when I watched that playthrough on the Kickstarter, I was like, okay, now I'm sold. Okay. This is cool. Okay. And okay. so it was. It was. So that's what. That's what got me to do the Kickstarter for it. So, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm glad you actually got a copy of it, Derek. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I started watching your video that you put out just recently, I believe yesterday. I did. Uh, you put out you put out your first video of Kinfire, and I started watching. And I was like, oh, I'm so happy I I, I grabbed this, yeah. snagged this at Gen Con because this. There's three more videos coming. Yeah, this is pretty cool. So this is going to hit the table for me too, and hit the stream as well. This looked. Yeah. You, you did a great job with it. I'll make sure to taunt you while you're playing. <laughs> as usual. Yes. Yeah, we played this one. We played this one quite a bit, actually. It was quite fun. The only thing I didn't quite care for is initiative system, and we'll probably talk about that more later. Okay. But if you house rule that, the rest of the game's awesome. So We were playing with one wrong rule, Steve, but that's okay. What's the the end of the world? So in the first battle, the monster has an ability that does damage, and then it reassesses who it's going to attack, like retarget. Because there's a target token that kind of moves around. I misunderstood that and thought whenever the monster attacks, you redistribute that token. It's only on that attack. Gotcha. And then it, and so if you're fighting another group of monsters, they might not have that. They're just going to have a focus token on what you're actually the person that's attacking. And then they might, the way that you're going to redistribute that focus token is the players themselves are going to try to play cards to get that thing to move around as opposed to when the monster attacks. So we kind of did that a little wrong, Steve. That's okay. But it still worked out. We had a great time. Doesn't matter. Yeah, cool. Like we've always said, if you get a rule wrong, it doesn't matter as long as you're still having fun. That's right. So, yeah, we were at the Airbnb playing this one and some other games as well. This is when we played the Matrix together. was that night, too. Yes, and this this I need to talk about a little bit because I feel real bad about this. We met Thursday night in the hall to play games as one stop, as a bunch of people. Because basically... At 6 p.m. is when the vendor hall closes, and generally there's some open tables you can snag. Not all the tables are open, but there's a few of them in the in the event hall. And so we grabbed a table and we played some games Thursday night. Friday, like I said, we went back to Airbnb, not knowing that I guess somewhere it was communicated that there was a supposed to be a one-stop big group gathering so people can meet. And unfortunately, Colin, Baron, and I were not there because we didn't know about it. And and I don't think Mike made it there either. So unfortunately, that was a failure, and I, I feel real bad about that. So apologize to anyone who's there. We're gonna I'm gonna make sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah, one of the things I also, which was very important, because uh, I'm spooling back through Friday in my head, <laughs> and one of the things that did happen that I went to was I went to a Black Indigenous People of Color event on Friday. So this was the first year that. Gen Con actually had events for minorities, like minority focused. And it wasn't, oh, I want I want to level set here because a lot of I I saw one of my friends catching a lot of heat on Twitter and some really nasty stuff was said during that time. So I'm going to let you know what it's about. And if you got a problem with that, you can you can talk to me instead of instead of trying to tear her down. So basically what it was. Gen Con kind of always tries to do this inclusive thing and be inclusive, but it's difficult, right? There's a lot of unconscious bias and there's a lot of things that go on that they can't catch. It's a big event. So what they decided to do was kind of reach out to some DEI individuals and try to find a way to bridge that gap. And to do that, they were like, okay, well, if people are feeling overwhelmed, you know, we usually have this quiet space that anybody could go to. And what they did in in turn as well was that they created this BIPOC lounge, which was a smaller room, but it's an area where if if someone of if any minority 
was like, I'm inundated, I'm overwhelmed, I'm having feelings about something, or I'm having those things that are going, we have this area where you can go and you can be in your safe space. And I and I want, I'm, I'm going to take over here for a second, Steve, so, so please forgive me. But I, I want people to understand that in the U.S., a lot of people in the community, a lot of people in this community, a lot of people are inclusive and they are very welcoming and open and not a problem. The problem is, is that the playing field isn't level ever. And so for women, it's not level. For any type of minority, it's not level. So there are times where minorities always feel like we're in threat. And so having a space where you can go that's not the person who the the and it, it can't it's not person Bob or Jane or or Kim or anybody that that makes us feel in threat. It's just kind of like that societal thing that they created this lounge to just kind of say you can be away from that too and be in your own space and quiet. And so they created this BIPOC lounge, right? To where any anyone of color or anyone of any minority can go in there and decompress themselves before stepping back into the the world. I wasn't able to make it to that, but they also created events like, okay, well, you are a minority and you're a content creator. You're a minority. You're in a content creator space and you want to meet other minorities in the content creator space that you don't know exist. You don't know how to reach out to. You don't know how to get to. You might be apprehensive about doing it, that we're going to host this event where you could come, where all of you can come meet and talk about your experience, talk about how to connect to each other and how to network and all these other things. So they had that event. That's what I went to. And in that event, it was run by Raul, who is part of Rado's channel. And so he's there. Jen Cam Plays Games was there as well, as well as a, a bunch of really cool people who came to the event. And we just sat around a table and we just talked. And it was the questions that were asked were, what are the difficulties that we run into as minority content creators? What are some of the solutions that we've used to try to offset that difficulty? How has your experience tailored how you've created your content? Like we're talking about some hardcore topics. And so we're sitting there and we're, we're taught, we're say we're in this space where we feel safe enough to share our experiences and we're sharing our experiences around the table and talking about, you know, what can we do? as minorities in the community to make it more inclusive to minorities outside of the community. I mean, when I, growing up, because I was a sporty, right, I did not see board gaming until I was older. And there are people, uh, I, I got to tell you, by and large, the board gaming space for, for, and I'll just talk about me, right? The board gaming space is for Black people. It's very minimal. It's not a lot of us in it. <laughs> so it would be great if there were more. And so it was talking about, how can we make it more, hey, come over here. These people are amazing. This community is amazing. They are super welcoming. They're not going to judge you for whoever you are. Come over here. Hang out. Let's play some games together. Let's forget all that crap that the world has thrown at us. Hey, meet Barrett. Hey, meet Steve. You know, hang out. Play some board games. They are super amazing people. And we were talking about, like, how can we do that? What, what can we do? to get more into the space to be able to make it to make this community grow and be large. That was the discussion of the event. As soon as that event ended, you know, a few of us gathered together, we we went and got dinner and we hung out, we chatted and had a good time. And 
one of the one of the content creators who was there posted, "Hey, I had a really great time at this BIPOC event, and this BIPOC lounge is cool." And they posted it on it's not called Twitter anymore, whatever it's called, I don't care. So, <laughs> but they posted they posted it on what on on the the artist formerly known as Twitter, the Elon Musk channel, right? Is that the one? <laughs> yeah, and all they got back was hate. I mean, mm. I'm not talking about hate really? like. Oh my god. Uh, all, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about hate like oh you terrible person you. <laughs> Stuff like you know Martin Luther King would be rolling in his grave and they got death threats and they got all this visceral nasty crap That's about control. It it was it, it was the worst of the internet that piled onto them and they tried to they they tried to to stay positive and be like well Sorry you didn't like it. You know, well, thanks for the bump. Yep, thanks for the analytics, whatever, and just kept going. But it got nastier and nastier and nastier to where they had to pull their, they had to pull the conversation. Like, I want you to think about that for a second, right? That's terrible. But I want you to think about that for a second. What message is being sent? I went to an event that is starting to be more inclusive and more, more diverse that there's a space that for my experience that is happening, you don't believe my experience, so you can't sympathize with my experience and sit with me in my experience. Instead, you tell me how I'm you gaslight me racially and tell me how I'm wrong for partaking in this. Not me, because I don't let them have it, but partaking in this event, and you show me everything that I feared and everything that that I didn't like, you showed me that it's true. And so I think that that anyway, I'll I'll step back from. It. I just wanted to. I, I think that was that hit me, and that's the reason why I'm sharing it here. I saw a lot of people kind of pop off, and I'm sorry if if this is something that you didn't come to hear. No, but, actually, I, it doesn't matter if you'll pop off because this is important to hear. Yeah, and so so it, it 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 affected me, and that's the reason why I'm sharing it here today. It affected me because I always talk about this community as being inclusive being diverse and being and trying to be as equitable as possible when it comes to not caring about that stuff. We're here to play board games. Like that's what people always say. We're here to play board games. I don't care where you're from. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care who you are. I don't care any of that stuff. When we come to the table, we are equal. Mm -hmm. Like that is why I'm that, that is, that's what keeps me here. Right. And to see that, I mean, I'm already starting to tear off. I'm already starting to tear up about it. But to see that hurt, right? It Mm. hurt because it's like, I understand that garbage exists in the world. I understand that stuff. And I I have friends like Steve and like Baron because I know I can take that armor off around them. I could talk to them about this stuff. And as I'm more embedding myself in the community, I find that I, I wear that armor less whenever I'm gaming and doing stuff. And that, to me, said, you can't do that. Mm. Put the armor on. You are not allowed to be normal in this space. And that hurt. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. I really appreciate this every year for sharing (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Derek. That was a... A lot of the times we don't see some of that because, I mean, it's... it's, Yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. That's terrible. 
Well, but, I, I, I don't want it to be, you know, it's because it wasn't. Like you said, it's, it's not everyone out there. It's right, right, right. It's, it's not it's everybody. It's to see some of that come yeah. through, even in a place that you think it's, it continues to probably be, hopefully, more accepting and more. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. It's not everybody. I don't want people to right. think, oh, everybody's doing this. It's not everybody. But it was just nasty to see. And mm-hmm. I think that's what struck me. And I felt. I could empathize and relate with with them for what happened with that. And so, anyway, uh, I'm sorry to bring down mood. <laughs> like I that's said, I'm okay. sorry people popped that's off okay. because it's, of it. Because I, I know y'all are here to hear about Gen Con. So. That's okay. Then, then we all had pizza. Then we all had pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we all had pizza. That's no, no. Thanks for sharing that, uh, Derek. That was, yes. that was a good message to share. Uh, and, yeah, and so. then I went. And that to was, that. was that Friday? <laughs> that was Friday. That was Friday. That was, that was so, Friday. Yeah. So let me jump in on Saturday. So um, I've been to Gen Con a number of times, and Saturday is always the busiest day of the con. Yes. Mm. And unlike Derek, I am an introvert. <laughs> 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 so. I like to reserve Saturday as a day to pull my be at the con, but pull myself away from mm-hmm. the chaos and kind of like recharge a bit. And so uh, every year, I I tend to always go to there's a hotel called the JW Marriott, and they have a giant hall that's open for open gaming, first come first serve, sit down at table, and I just play games all day Saturday. And so that's what we did. So Derek was awesome. Got there super super early. And super, we super early. Yes, there's the only one in the room when we got there. <laughs> he was, he was. <laughs> I uh, what was funny was was Steve messaged me and he was like, "Hey, can you, hey, just grab some tables for us? I like take this picture. The hall is empty." <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, we're good. We're good." <laughs> it's it's normally pretty easy early on to find tables, but later on it does fill up for sure. Yeah, and oh, we did, and, we and did see did. that, and it did. Yeah, yeah, we did see that. But is anyway, that so mean, we Colin? we yes. Got- <laughs> I took I took that picture of y'all on my camera. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't remember that picture. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it's early on, but we were just hang- so we were just hanging out all- the whole day playing games, meeting with people, and out of all the days at being Gen Con, this was my favorite day, hands down, because I got to sit down and engage with people, which is honestly well, the, the best whole reason. Part. It wasn't just us playing games. Like I posted on my feed that, like, hey, we're all going to be here playing. I put that on Meet Me at the Table. I know one stop kind of like, Steve shouted out saying, hey, we're all going to be at this place. So it was cool to see some of the people that we've met in chat. Like Dan was there, for example. Dan Roberts was there. It was super cool to meet him. I've never met him before. So, I mean, it was awesome to actually hang out. And yeah. we oh, all so good to see Matt. Matthew Rose was there. Uh, Nick was there. I mean, all these Stacy came through for a little while. I mean, it was yep. super cool to see all these people. I mean, and I'm not naming everybody I know there was. <laughs> others that came through as well i apologize <laughs> but it was super super fun that yeah like steve said this is like one probably one of my favorite games oh my uh, god steve you're amazing this is this is amazing man and dad's right he's like let's get to the part where Derek gave me a hug lasting well past social norms we, we, went, <laughs> we went past by mississippi on that hug okay because so, <laughs> i so so my my going thing is there are three jokesters that pop up in my chat or are over on Rob's gaming table chat or uh, on any of our chats. They, they pop in from time to time. And that's uh, Bob Chapman, Brian Walbridge and Dan Roberts. And when these three 
when their powers combine in one stream, just just ignore chat. They're, 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 <laughs> so um, so it was it, it was it was just like so. What I met Bob and I met Brian at UK Game Expo, right? I met them, so that was two to three. And this Gen Con was to meet the third. The third of the three of the trio. And so when I met Dan, he and I came in and we did the biggest hug. And I was like, oh, my God, it's it's so good to see you, man. <laughs> I didn't even recognize him when I first saw him. We, I was <laughs> in the vendor hall. He tracked me down. And he's like, dude. And I was like, what? Look, and he pointed to his name tag. But I thought he was pointing to his shirt. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you got a Mage Knight shirt. That's really cool. And he's, and he's like, he points to the name tag. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so cool meeting all these people. So yeah, yeah, um, and so it was cool. We we met oh we met so many people. Uh, Matt F, uh, Sarah B, uh, Amanda, mm-hmm. Janet, Stacy, uh, Rob and Mel were there from Rob's yep. gaming table. They were they were playing Lorcana and having a good time doing that. Like I said, we're gonna name a lot of people. Oh, there's a lot of people, people to name that came. Yeah, a lot of people came. A lot of people see all these people. Now, while yeah. they were playing games, I'm going to cut Derek off because, sadly, I only got about 15 minutes at the most left. I got to go. I got to Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, while they were doing this, I actually got to do something I've been really looking forward to at Gen Con, and that was I got to go to uh, that dungeon thing. What was it called? True Dungeon. True Dungeon. I was able to do True Dungeon. So excited. I can't remember the name. Uh, True Dungeon was absolutely awesome. We uh, and I got to do it with Peter and Jerry from the One Stop Co-op Shop guys, and I'd never done this thing before. It was kind of like a seven-room escape room, and also fighting like monsters and things like that. And it was super fun. You got to lay out all these little ch- things to like make what weapons and armor you're going to bring into the dungeon that you're going to do. And there's like these different puzzles you have to solve. And there's also like they have to do these different combats and things. And and it, you could choose to like either cast spells. If you do that, you have to like memorize the way different patterns of things go and things of this nature. So it's really i'd never done this before and so i think jerry said it best afterwards when somebody said what did you think he goes he go he said something like had a blast with peter and barrett or with and uh a little pricey but i would do it again yeah. kind of thing and so and i and a lot of it i think has to come down to sadly with the group you have if you can actually get a group of everybody you know that has to be phenomenal yeah we were with just the three of us then we had a group of four with us and a group of two so it's kind of like this three different little groups together but one none of them had ever done it before so not necessarily, they'd never done this dungeon. They change it every, uh, like so often, like maybe every six months, every year, something like that. They change the dungeon that comes. So you don't know what it is. But sometimes people like do know it and they'll come back again to play it again and again. And they'll just run through the puzzles like it's nothing. And that's more, the, that's, that's the fun. Is yeah. trying to figure out those puzzles. So, so we had never done it before. All of so, us. So if we're uh, uh, Baron, if we're running short, um, which yet yeah, we we've definitely gone over, which we can't do. Let's let's go, Steve. If you want to skip, and let's go ahead and go to our best stuff, so we can catch it before Baron has to head. Yeah, for sure. Yes, your dungeon, lots of fun. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this has been going on super long. Um, we played yeah, a lot yeah, of games. Just keep going together. after I take off. That's not a big deal. Yeah, met a lot of cool people. Alex and Nick in this one picture, for example. Um, I do want to do a call out though. Derek is a class act, and he was awesome. And him and Stacy went out and brought this pizza for everyone back to back uh, Saturday. And so, yes, that gesture was so nice because we're here playing games, and here he comes dying from the heat because it's super hot. Brings these pizzas. <laughs> As as and hey everyone just help yourself. It was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, Stacy and I were just both like, hey, everybody's hungry. Hey, pizza. And so she was like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna say no to pizza. 
And so we both were like, okay, let's go to this place and get it. And we just went because we love, we love everybody, right? We love you guys. We love the community. We love all that stuff. So we were just like, okay, everybody's gaming. We don't want to break that up. Let's just go grab some food. And we went down there, got the, got the pizza, came back and just had a good time. <laughs> so it's, it's, to me, it's no thanks needed. This is, this is what friends do. Yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Stacy's in that picture right there, actually, and Dan. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we played a lot of games. We played uh, Forbidden Jungle. We played Nemesis, which was hilarious game of Nemesis. <laughs> that was so good. I'm bringing that next year, too. <laughs> I wish it's we had time hard. to tell that story. Yeah, we, had, uh, we played Marvel United, of course. And yeah. We played so many games. It was, it was a blast. So, yeah. But I know we're running over on time. I want to wrap this up. And yep. I want to wrap this up with two things. I'll go through and say, um, what was your experience of the con? And then what is your game of the con? So th- those two things that stood out for you. So start with you, Baron. What's your experience of the con? Well, what was your best experience? Your best well, experience. To meet all, I think my best experience was meeting all the people that I hadn't met before. That was my favorite thing. And being able to play games with them. Getting games at the con isn't something. I only left with three games. And they were actually kid games and a game for my wife. So it wasn't like I was going there to buy games. I was going there to see people, play games, and have a fun time with them. So that was what I did. And that was the best part of the con. The part I didn't like about the con was not be able to walk the hall with Derek. So next year, <laughs> that was going to happen because he ghosted me two days in a row and not going to let him do that again. I'm actually probably going to I'm going to be like the guy when he comes off the airplane holding up the sign that says Derek right here. Right here. So, but that, can you find your way to the airport? <laughs> I, I might miss him then. Be yeah, those are probably my two things. The one thing I didn't like was not be able to hang out as much with Derek and be able to walk the count with him because he's such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to games, and he's such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to like the people that design the games and who know all about them. Like I don't know a lot of that stuff, so it's really cool to get that insider information and and because he really digs into these games, he knows these games, he knows who designs them, he knows how they play, it. and so it'd be really cool. Because no offense, I walked the entire hall with Colin from like I think it was like. 12 30 until it closed at five o'clock and we walked through every single part and we had a great time but like a lot of times we're like on our phone going like okay what the heck is this game game, game like looking up <laughs> looking it up on like the game boy thing and then sadly there's a few times i feel really bad about this but like i'll talk to a person be like oh so she's like oh you want to know about this game i'd love to know about this game okay well it's a 4x game and also my brain just goes Meh. <laughs> why did i ask this person she's gonna give me a spiel about it for like the next two minutes and i'm not gonna care because she said the word 4x <laughs> so i felt really bad and so but so like how like that's why i don't do that i just look it up on board game geek on my phone <laughs> so that was highs and lows highs and lows that was my highs and lows and, and the, well, game, what was the game yeah what was your best, best game, game was uh my two my favorite game was uh kinfire that i played and my other second favorite game was nemesis even though it's been old, I mean, that, I have to admit, was an absolute laugh riot time. That was so good. It was a long game, but the whole time we're all engaged, laughing. And for some reason, it worked really well as a drop-in, drop-out game. Like, people were coming in, coming out, and we'd just be like, you're that guy now. Sit down and just play your cards and yeah, move around yeah. and kill things and run into things. It was super fun. Do you um, want to talk faster? I can talk really fast. We to go really, really <laughs> so, um, my, my best experience of the con was all of Saturday. All of Saturday was just just amazing being in the hall with everybody meeting everybody uh people who you know you did i didn't see on thursday or friday came to the hall on saturday hung out played hadrian's wall played nemesis like you said played marvel united the experience i call it an experience of going and get pizza because <laughs> it was so hot 
Uh, but the experience of going to get pizza and coming back, um, the uh, just the whole vibe of Saturday, all of it, because not only, and we, we didn't get to these pictures, and we probably can't at this time, but not only after the gaming hall where we play games with everybody, Barrett, Steve, Zach came, myself, Stacy. We all went to a foreteller event with live. And we music. saw a rock concert. And we saw a rock concert, live concert music. We we that. went there. So, uh, awesome. <laughs> so we went to a foreteller event. We we got to see a live concert in in effect, and and had had some drinks to cool off from the day, and then just kind of just hung out with the entire foreteller crew. They all came. Um, they knew. They knew Steve. They were like, "Hey, you interviewed me once." Thomas was like, "Hey, you interviewed me once." And so See, I'm not the one that knows. Everybody. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and Nate and and just the whole the whole Fortella crew was there throwing this event, and it was incredible and a blast. And so the all of Saturday was just beyond amazing to me, and I loved every minute of it. My favorite game of the convention was marvel united that was the game i i set in my mind as i'm going to pick up and i got it and we're good <laughs> so what about you steve i think uh, we have very similar answers across all of us because like what's the reason i go to gen con the main reason i go is to meet people honestly i love so much putting a face to a name right because i see you guys on chat you guys are still here on chat with us and being able to meet you face to face was amazing. That's why I wanted to get out of Gen Con. I'm so happy I met so many many of you there. It was it was it was so awesome. Yeah, Stacy, for example, you were there. It was so awesome meeting you and everyone else. Uh, I loved it. So that is yeah. definitely my experience with the con. And like you said, Saturday because of the the environment, it was so nice to just have one spot. We'll be here all day. Show up when you want to. People came and went, and we met people. It was amazing. I loved 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 that. Mm-hmm. Game of the Con for me definitely was Spartageddon for sure. Um, Marvel United. Oh. I mean, it's Marvel United. Like it's my <laughs> most hyped one. I was really excited for it, and I was really happy to see the implementations on it. Yeah, uh, Derek yeah. and I did our separate chat of our experience of that one. Our expectation for season three. So we hear more details about that. You can check that out. But yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely, that was it. There was a lot of other really fun games on there, like um, Forbidden Jungle. I'll do as a, a quick mention. The best Forbidden game, definitely. I really, really enjoyed that one. A lot of fun. Um, a lot of really great games too. And, and I want to, I want to point out that as we talk about walking the hall and me not ducking Barrett by accident and not checking my messages, <laughs> as we talk about those things and forgive each other, um, we uh, one of the things that come up for all of us, for all of us, is the fun that we had was together. Yes. The day that we said we had the most incredible time was when we were all together. And I'm not talking about just me, Stephen Barrett. All of us yes. were together on Saturday, playing games, laughing, having a good time, and that's that's the heart of that's the heart of this, right? Where we could just where we could just hang out and have have fun together, and uh, we all loved Saturday because you all were there, right? We got to meet each other, but you all were there as well, and it was fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so. I hope to do it again next year, as always. And then if you guys are able to make it out to convention, and honestly, if you ever see us randomly, like who knows where, come say hi. Because we all love love meeting you guys out there. So. Yes, don't be afraid. I mean, I ran into the Dungeon Dudes, and I was like, oh, I better not talk to them. And they're like, so no. And I thought about it, like, if I were walking the halls and somebody knew me, I would love for them to come up and say hi. So, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a picture with them. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, sure, that'd be great. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I always feel like, and until I got into this, like, 
content thing. I was always like, oh, I don't know if I want to like put a comment on the video and stuff because I don't know and stuff like this. So it, it was it, it's so much fun to actually have people come up and say hi and like do things like that. So don't be afraid. Anytime I could be in the airport, like eating a cinnamon roll. Come say hi. Yep, exactly. I, I plan to do that at that exact moment. I love cinnamon roll. <laughs> if you see me in the airport, buy me a cinnamon roll from Cinnabon. <laughs> Cinnabon's the greatest place ever on yeah. earth. Then you can take my picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know we're way over, so. Okay, right. yep, I gotta go. I'm really sorry, but if you guys want to keep going, please. No, we're going to wrap up. We're wrapping oh, up. We're, so. we're wrapping we're up. We're wrapping up. You sure? Because that's going to be another 15 minutes. No, 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 we're wrapping up. We're done. Uh, I think that's the end for today. Thanks, guys. Was, oh, man. We have so much more we could talk about. We probably, probably talk we, about we have more. So we have more, week, but we're running short. We're going to talk for three hours about what we did at Gen Con. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, had, we had more, but we got to. We're, we're, I, you know, we're, we came here together. We leave here together. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> right. See, that's what friends are for. Should I sing the song? Good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right, cool. Well, thanks everyone for watching, and thank you, Derek and Baron, for joining as always. Oh, anytime, Steve. You know it. <laughs> okay, yeah. and everyone watching, thanks for watching, and we'll see you at the next stop. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.